0: already massively successful like million dollar companies like they're making money but mm-hmm. like they're they're still chained to this thing they built that radio show, man, they everywhere.
1: Hi, right, y'all! Tune in for another episode of Bank That Radio Show. I'm your host Andres, and I have Femi Doyle Marshall, who is a leading business growth consultant. And make sure y'all uh, understand all these titles now: time management consultant, speaker, author, and founder of Reboot Reboot X Academy, entrepreneur incubator. Femi, welcome to the show. Thank you for having <laughs> me here. Thank you for having a, me here. Uh, very excuse impressive. Excuse. Uh, excuse excuse. I don't know why Siri, stop Siri. <laughs> Siri, be listening to everything. everything, i tell you what. <laughs> That's a great blooper. I love that. Um, <laughs> That's man, good. Trying to be great out here. Does Siri want to sit there and listen? I'm like, come on, wants What's Siri. the hot hey, <laughs> uh, What a, like, what you going to talk about, Siri? You know, um, just the side you note, know, I like how some people be asking Siri certain questions, or whatever, and they'd be roasting everything and using it as content. I think yep. like things like that is hilarious. But <laughs> Phoebe, uh, you do a lot of stuff. Uh, one, uh, I wanted to focus this uh, conversation around, what was it, building your business around your life? Mm-hmm. It was, yeah, this, there it is. How to build your business around your life. Um, I think a lot of people, when they jump into entrepreneurship, one, they don't really have a clear understanding of what entrepreneurship is. Yeah. Um, they see all the stuff on, you know, like TV, like shark tank and you know the profit all these different shows but then i realize what really goes into it and you know i tell people so i've been an entrepreneur since 2005 part-time 2013 full-time right um kids all that family life multiple businesses stuff so i get it um but one thing i don't do is i won't jump into an industry where i'm not passionate about it i like to be passionate about the things that i jump into um, but I see where a lot of people jump into industries and not necessarily passionate, they're just chasing the dollar. Yeah. But I have a feeling that that's not your uh, your model and everything because of building a business around your life seems to me more passionate-led, if I'm saying that correctly. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. No, so, that, that, that's actually spot on, yeah.
1: So let's get into let's uh, you know talk about a little bit about you know your business background and you know various things that you've done and then what led you on this path to you know be an entrepreneurial incubator like to have this academy.
0: Yeah, man. I think like I'll probably start off by saying is the the journey of entrepreneurship Mm -hmm. is different for each individual. Yes. Right. Um, trying to expect that you can follow a cookie cutter framework is probably the fastest way to fail. Right. Yeah. Um, for me, I always found that when I was younger, I, I wanted to be on my own. Like I was mm-hmm. like, I'm not getting no job.
1: You know, mm-hmm. I kind
0: of seen, you know, parents and, and family friends, parents, you know, just grinding and, you know, just not being around, their their mm-hmm. children and not being around their family and I was like, man, that's not life. Like I don't I don't, I don't really know if I if I want to subscribe to that way of, of operating and doing stuff. Mm-hmm. Um so I was always trying to think of new things I could do from when I was young. Like I was like trying to hustle stuff. I was, you know, mm-hmm. I was making I was making jewelry and trying to sell that stuff. You know, I was doing like a bunch of different stuff, doing promos and um I was even doing spoken word performances. Mm-hmm. That's what a lot of people don't even know. Like I was I was on stage doing performances and stuff like that. But I was like, I I really want to figure out how to build a brand and build a business. Um, Mm -hmm. That ended up snowballing into me getting into health and fitness coaching, being an athlete as well, too. And, you know, I launched my first business when I was 16, had a really Mm -hmm. bad injury, um, broken leg, tibia, fibula in half, Mm -hmm. like full leg cast in high school. Yeah. And I was in a wheelchair in high school. But that built the foundation for me to want to train and get back to being in shape and get healthier so I can play. But then I ended up starting to train my teachers in high school. Like, that's actually how everything started. So I was like 16, mm-hmm. training like my calculus teachers. It goes crazy, right? And mm-hmm. they were actually paying me money while I was mm-hmm. in high school to train them. And I was like, mm-hmm. whoa, I think I got it, you know? Yeah. Um, and I kind of used that base, that foundation to really take it serious. I, I'll never forget one of my, one of my mm-hmm. most impactful teachers, Ian Headley, he basically said to me, he was like um, – <laughs> if you were to take this thing serious, what would you, what would you do? And I was like, I, I could, I could, I could take this serious. He's like, yeah, you could turn this into a business. And and that was it. You know, I started mm-hmm. my, my first coaching business at that age, started working with teachers and I went from working with my teachers, going and working, doing B2B contracts and running corporate mm-hmm. programs for organizations and then had a facility and running programs. And, and, and in that same time span made like a a media branding company where I was doing Mm -hmm. promotional products and printing for clients that I was working with. So I was doing all of this stuff from like 16 up. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, And I kind of realized I was having fun because I loved what I was doing. Yet Mm -hmm. I was working so crazy that I was like literally not having time for myself. Mm -hmm. Um, Got sick (laughs) Mm -hmm. again, this time not an athletic injury, but just, you know, stress and work. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. ended up um pretty much being in a hospital with like my blood pressure being 220 over something. Oh, wow. Uh had signs of a stroke, you know, thought mm-hmm. that that thought that was it. And at that point in time I already no longer in my teens, now in my like late twenties, you know, I, mm-hmm. I have I have a wife now, you mm-hmm. know, and it was a conversation of like, you need to change how you work. You need to change yeah. how you're moving with this brand, and this business. And mm-hmm. That became the foundation for me to really launch um mm-hmm. one of my first books, mm-hmm. which is called Reboot. That which, you only really can get access to that book if you're connected with me. Um yeah. and that book, Reboot, became the foundation of Reboot X Academy, which
1: mm-hmm.
0: started off as Reboot X coaching and then it evolved into Reboot X Academy and Reboot X Academy Entrepreneur Incubator, where we actually work with business owners to show them how to build their business around their life. So I kind of went mm-hmm. from the hustle to how can I hustle smarter to how can Mm -hmm. I build a business better Mm -hmm. to how can I build a business that's scaled and buy back my time so I can actually be present around the people I love and care about. So
1: I think that's where a lot of uh, entrepreneurs get lost in, right? I've seen them over the years. Like I used to tell people at first, you know, no, you got to work, you know, I I didn't tell them this or whatever, but this is what I thought. You got to work 12 hours, 15 hours a day and stuff like that. Right. Yeah, I see it. I see it. The trigger points for you, right? It just takes you back. <laughs> yeah, yep. But then I was like, you know, how can you work smarter, or whatever? So you got to build infrastructures and stuff like that. Be able to like build a team, and you're building something sustainable to where you don't have to be there for it to still run. And I was like, I was telling people, like, when I learned all that, like, look, this is how you, like, you said, buy back your time. I did that with the yep. uh, previous business that I had, where I was taking on responsibilities, and then I set up an infrastructure, and then now, here it is, I gave those responsibilities to other folks, to people. And I get back my time to now do other stuff. And I'm like, I love it. I don't have to work hard every day. Um, What I do, I enjoy. The few hours I am working, you know, it's not really work. It's enjoyment of something I want to do, and I get to, like you know have my downtime and spend it however I want to because we all need that. We all need to be able to progress from the day and go and focus on something else. Um, and your experience in working with all these different entrepreneurs through the incubator process, I imagine that you know you bump into a lot of people you know who have misconceptions of how they should work their day. So, yeah. what's that process like with you when y'all and your team are you know coaching them through this? Are they very resistant? Are they like, okay, let me apply this information a little at a time. What are they doing on there end? Yeah, I think
0: um, it's like a wide range. You know, I have people who come inside of RebootX Academy that are kind of like green right. in the entrepreneur mm-hmm. game, mm-hmm. you know, where they're kind of told this lie of like, burn the candle on both ends and you should almost mm-hmm. kill yourself. Yeah. <laughs> Mm-hmm. You know, um, I'm not, I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna say this straight like, I'm not telling you to not work because if you don't work, you don't get anything, yeah, right. Yeah. But what I'm telling you is like, sometimes if you listen to the wrong advisors, the wrong mentors, the wrong coach,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you can end up in the hospital, yeah, right. Um, so a lot of people come in because they don't know, they're just kind of scrolling through and they hear mm-hmm. the wrong message, but they think exactly. it's the right message, and then they just end up not getting any results like they're just like mm-hmm. femi hot like I'm not making sales you know I I have no leads I had a conversation mm-hmm. with one person who had no leads come in for like an entire year and I'm like how do you have a business like like mm-hmm. no like we got we got to think about how you're using your time a little bit differently so that you can not feel overwhelmed so some people mm-hmm. come in like that where we really have to kind of talk about what is the mindset of actually being an entrepreneur? What, like, Mm -hmm. what do you actually need to do throughout the day that can grow your business and create that freedom you're looking for? There are people that are like that, that we Mm -hmm. kind of work with that are just kind of starting out. But then we also have people who are like already massively successful, like million dollar companies, like they're making money, but Mm -hmm. like, they're they're still chained to this thing they built which is crazy Uh that's kind of that's kind of like what i what i went through right like i was chained to this thing that was successful it's moving people are seeing money coming in people are seeing clients like oh this guy's good but i'm like i want to rest like Mm -hmm. like, i want i want to go watch a movie like i want to like can i stop you know and Mm -hmm. you're not in that position so with individuals like that what we end up having to do is look at how their current organization is set up, how their current brand mm-hmm. is set up, and then figure out how they can create space within the brand, within the mm-hmm. infrastructure by by either training their team up or just literally automating aspects of the business. So there's a few people that we've actually worked with that, you know, they might not even thought of an organizational chart, thrown game, right? They might yeah. not even thought of an organizational, they thought of it. it's them and then people help me. You know what I mean? Yeah. But if you don't have clearly defined roles and clearly defined assignments and tasks for these people in your organization oh, like who, who you're done you're, like there's nothing <laughs> you can do because at that point you're basically trying to out fires all day uh-huh. and then 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 you're getting messages when you're supposed to be putting your children to sleep or you're spending time with your partner like like mm-hmm. you know what i mean like that that's that's not why people build businesses so yeah. you know it depends on which spectrum someone is is kind of coming in from the mm-hmm. idea is there's a way that you specifically need to work to produce the results you want to see for your business. We got to first get clear on that, and then build out your entire infrastructure with you. So that's that's yeah. what we do on a day to day basis.
1: So you don't have to like you know walk us through the entire process, but give us a summary of like you know how long would it take typically? I know it's case by case, or whatever, based off the extreme that you're on, but. I got, sometimes I tell people, look, sometimes it'd be like a 90 day, it could be 60, uh, I mean, not, the 90 day, a six month, whatever the case may be, depending on how massive the business is or the things that you need to add to it to be able to put in place.
0: Yeah. Uh, Timeline wise, I think like usually from what I've seen is four to six weeks. It's funny. It's the same kind of mentality with like physical fitness and training and coaching. Like it's like, mm-hmm. it's a four to six week window because I'm not going to say you're you're going to Automatically revet your entire business in four to six weeks, but you'll mm. get space. And I mean, like, drastic space. I had one of our clients who came in, um, they were operating everything by themselves, built a team, hired their daughter. Their daughter ended up being able to work remotely. Then they hired another person on their team. They were able to fire clients that were draining them and then build their business up and it scaled by like 10 to 15x. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? In that time span. And that was like 60 days, realistically. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I think. The mindset from, from what I've seen is if you're committed to really restructuring your brand and, and really committed towards buying back your time, mm-hmm. within four to six weeks, you'll see some serious momentum and serious mm-hmm. shifts just working with us. Um, within the first one to two weeks, if you're executing on like the tasks that we have assigned as personalized to you, you'll mm-hmm. see change, mm-hmm. right? Um, we've had people who didn't have the infrastructure in place for them to generate leads effectively right? Mm -hmm. And they didn't know what is the best method for their business model. And within the first week, we've had people literally make all the income they needed to make for a month in a week after coming in. So like, Mm -hmm. it it varies, but I would say like, four to six weeks is that range for you to really see a shift. Um, Mm -hmm. And then I would say you got to put your head down, like at at least at that point, because you're going to be battling your old self and the old mm-hmm. systems that's going to try and tell you to go back to that way of working when that's actually not what you really want, right? It's mm-hmm. what you think you need to do. So mm-hmm. four to six weeks to get that infrastructure. I would say if you commit to that for like six months to a year, it's just going to become normal for mm-hmm. you at that point. And then yeah. you could start scaling even more effectively from what I've yeah. seen with a lot of the business owners you've been working with.
1: This is let it. So, I imagine, so as you're going through this experience and stuff like that, does that is that where you know that prompted the book for you to write you know purposeful Workweek uh, book?
0: Yeah, so so the purposeful work week is actually the, also the name of our like flagship program for like time mm-hmm. management and productivity. like that that was mm-hmm. what I built in the height of the pandemic, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then I started having conversations with a lot of entrepreneurs and business owners. And and I was like, man, your calendar's out of whack. Like you, mm-hmm. like you. What do you mean you're not working out? Wh- what do you mean you don't have time to eat? What What do you mean? Like I understand. I've been there. But if you are not in a position of strength, if you're not in a position to produce, your business won't grow, mm-hmm. right? So that kind of prompted me after having these conversations and working with a bunch of clients to give somebody something that's more accessible in case you're not able to get into our program, right? Mm -hmm. Like if you're not able to get into our program, you got to get the Purpose of Week book because the stuff that's inside of there is stuff that people directly work with us one-on-one inside of Mm X Academy, right? Mm -hmm. It it really goes into how to get rid of calendar chaos. Mm -hmm. You know, it really gets into what is the mindset for me to really kind of avoid these distractions that can really prevent me from producing the results I want to see for the business. How do mm-hmm. I create proper KPIs? What are, what are mm-hmm. KPIs? Mm-hmm. Key performance indicators. Mm-hmm. How do I create and what we call P2 KPIs? So your mm-hmm. personal and professional KPIs. How do you build those things? All of that is in the book. And I realized that nothing like that actually existed. Mm-hmm. Um, and the more conversations I was having with our clients and people that would come in and ask about us, they were like, "I've spent thousands of dollars. I've went. I've I purchased courses. I have purchased programs. But what you have is the only thing that gave me results." And I was like, "I gotta, I gotta make this book. Like, I gotta yeah. like like this book has to be out there because mm-hmm. it could prevent that other entrepreneur from ending up in the hospital like I did. Like, that's kind of yes.
1: And you know, I love I the said. fact that uh, it has that connection to you because, like you said, there's a lot of bad courses out there. <laughs> there's a lot of people just giving other people." crazy information just to make themselves sound good and to make yeah. a buck in a sale, whatever. but you're actually connected to it. So we have been like, you know, in shifting, you know what I'm saying, your mindset and really like, you know, scaling your business, what's been like one of the most difficult things that you've had to uh, overcome?
0: The most painful things? You said mm-hmm. painful, right? Painful yeah. things I've overcome. Hmm. Believing that what's in your head, no matter how crazy it is, mm-hmm. someone needs.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, I I and I'm gonna tell this story. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was battling myself for 10 years to launch Reboot X Academy. It showed up in different yeah. forms in that yeah. time span. Like it showed up in different forms. I would just straight up give people advice and information but I wasn't speaking about it. Like I wouldn't directly focus on generating clients for this business. Cause like, I can't talk about it yet. I can't yeah. talk about it yet. And I think the pain of not executing on that thing
1: mm-hmm.
0: really was impacting me slowly over
1: time, mm-hmm.
0: you know? And it wasn't really until I got sick where I was like, I got to change something and I got to do something different. And that opened up the door to where, what you see today. Right. Yeah. Um, so I think that the biggest pain was not actually believing what I had in my mind could help somebody else. Mm. And the hesitation to, to do that and the time and the doubt and the, you know, I don't think it, it, it could be done. And, you know, and then all of a sudden all my books mm. sell out the second I launch it. Right. All yeah. of a sudden, you know, everyone signs up and they're like, Oh, I'm going to refer someone in and it's like, Whoa, like this is actually what our community needs as entrepreneurs and business owners. You know what I mean? So yeah. Like, I think that, that was really painful. Also, I would say um, transitioning into Mm -hmm. your new identity as a business owner. So if, if you are Mm -hmm. a business owner and you're like stepping out of this, persona, which is ironic, that's actually the name mm-hmm. of my other brand, right? You're stepping mm-hmm. out of this other persona of what you're building and 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 people associate that with you and mm-hmm. you're getting the backlash of people saying, who are you to try and change what you've actually been doing?
1: Yeah.
0: Right? <laughs> <laughs> right? And then you're stepping into this next one, but then you have mm-hmm. a whole larger group of people who are mm-hmm. like, where have you been? Exactly. Right? So these this is all stuff from like 2020 I'm telling mm-hmm. you that actually took place which is kind of crazy to look back on it now where you know we got like 10 to 20 leads coming in per day mm-hmm. <laughs> you know uh, you know calendar fill people asking questions you know we're doing mm-hmm. contracts for organizations so
1: mm-hmm.
0: yeah like I think that process of transitioning into who you really are supposed to be and how you're supposed to serve
1: mm-hmm.
0: that was painful yet the payoff in the end, gave you what you want so
1: yeah yeah exactly so uh imagine using the words i like to hear like we, um the things of that I nature so it makes it uh it i know that it's more than just you right um yep. how do you like being the leader or you know look upon as you know the ceo and decision maker for you know, the most part
0: um it's all right. I'm. I'm gonna break it down like this. It's <laughs> all right. It's all right. You know, I think. I think for me, with my first business, I was like, yeah, yeah. Like I want to make sure I. I call all the shots. You know, mm-hmm. I want to call all the shots. It's how things go. I feel like the stage that I am in entrepreneurship and business building, I want to empower other people to have that leadership hat. Exactly. Right. I want to actually create more opportunities for people to create. Extreme freedom in their life to create opportunities of independence to actually build their brand and their story and their communities. Mm-hmm. Like that's kind of more my push. So I don't really see myself alone as like a CEO. I kind of see myself mm-hmm. as a partner, right? Mm-hmm. I see myself as a strategic partner. I see myself mm-hmm. as a consultant. I see myself mm-hmm. as obviously a founder, you know, of, of like mm-hmm. Reboot X Academy, you know, and, and co-founded my wife and I. We built this thing together. Mm-hmm. yeah my mindset is like, how can I? And I always use this example. How can I pass the ball to mm-hmm. someone else so that they can mm-hmm. take that shot? Yeah. You know, how how can I help someone develop their skill mm-hmm. so that they are playing their own game on their own court? And mm-hmm. they're like, Hey, Femi, come in, let, let's do this thing together. Mm-hmm. That That's kind of how I see myself now as a CEO um, mm-hmm. and executive. I kind of mm-hmm. look at it as I'm in a position that I can empower someone else to even be better than me. Like that's, yes. That's what I actually want to see every day. Like how can how can I help you surpass mm-hmm. me mm-hmm. so that we all can continue growing, you mm-hmm. know, as business owners, as entrepreneurs, as visionaries and, and continue down that path.
1: Yeah, I think some people lose the uh lose that. Um I love it. Cause I, I did the same thing. Like, uh, I'm sure you mentor some people as well. Um yeah. I have a mentee that I've been mentoring since not my first mentee, but um been the best mentee so far Mm. and she has grown since what mark february or march around there now here it is december and like you said presenting opportunities so not only doing the podcast but i'm also doing video production creating content skits all that stuff right before this interview shot a skit and all her creative ideas not only did i shoot the skill but i also included somebody else that i met like a couple of weeks ago he was in it as well and wow. then i was like while they're talking do y'all make sure y'all have each other's information so y'all can then collaborate and do stuff your own without me being the middle person i was like so you know i love it and they both loved it um it was like a co-directing type of feel and once i edited and put it out i already know it's going to be fabulous But being able to put people in a position to collaborate and to execute their ideas and to provide them resources and guidance is like one of the best feelings in the world besides having kids and stuff like that. Um, Because you get to see a person grow. And like you said, why not push somebody that can get faster and quicker? Because she's younger than me, so I love it. Um, I I got a few years on it. So I want her to be able to excel and get past all the hurdles that I had to go through not even yeah. have to worry about those, shoot past those and be able to come back and be like, hey, well, I got this thing and I want you to come on and do this with me. And, you know, yeah. I love stuff like that. But um, you don't
0: really realize it, right? Like mm-hmm. I think I think like the other day I was going through the grocery store
1: mm-hmm.
0: and this experience kind of blew my mind. I was just, you know, picking up groceries for the family, you know, do I want to get something mm-hmm. to eat, you know, and There's this younger gentleman who was just at the cash register, you know, just kind of scanning all the stuff. And I'm like, man, like, how are you doing, man? He's like, I'm doing good. I'm good. How are you? I'm like, I'm good, I'm good. You know, just heading home right now, just gonna take it easy and have some time with the family. And he's like, That's awesome. He's like, You're coming home from work. I'm like, No, no, no. I I I work remotely. I have like, Mm -hmm. like, he's like, he's like, What? You know, (laughs) I'm like, Yeah, you know, I have I have my own business and I work from home. And he's like, Mm What is it that you do? And I told him, like, you know, I do business consulting, you know, for entrepreneurs. Mm -hmm. And he's like, he's like, oh, I was looking at getting into school and studying marketing. I don't know. But this is one kid Mm -hmm. that I'm just talking to at, like, the grocery Mm -hmm. store. Mm -hmm. I'm like, yeah, marketing is good. And I started talking, like, you should look at doing copywriting, right? Mm -hmm. You can start a copywriting agency before you Mm can step into school. And he's like, what? And I'm like, yeah. And I've mapped out exactly what you need to do. Read this book. Do this stuff. Do this Mm -hmm. stuff. Mm -hmm. And he's like, "Can, can I have your information? And I can mm-hmm. like get some help. I'm like, yeah, mm-hmm. man. And I, after I left and I scanned everything and I'm going to the car, I paused mm-hmm. and I was like, That kid was me. Yeah. That kid was me. Like, that was actually me, like 15 yeah. years ago. Yeah. Like, where I was like, can somebody help me? Like, can someone show mm-hmm. me how mm-hmm. to get out of this mm-hmm. situation? Because no one, no one I've seen is doing this, but I believe is possible. Pa- so it kind of blew my mind to literally experience. Yeah. I'm that guy that I wish I had then, and mm-hmm. I actually had that experience mm-hmm. then. It was just different. So yeah, yeah mentorship's huge.
1: It is. I'm mean, like, you, you changed the trajectory of his life. Yeah, yeah. Like you'll see it, and I've uh, I've had those moments where I was in college, and actually, that's what I did. I did marketing. <laughs> Which is <That's> hilarious? Cool. <laughs> uh, business with a uh, concentration in marketing, and. I met uh, a gentleman and did mentorship. He was in like the 7th or 8th grade at the time. I used to help with the homework and all that stuff. Years later, comes back, hits me up on Facebook. I saw him at a event I was at where I was selling uh, cook shop products, which were like, I got hemp-based products that I sell. And he was like, man, he don't remember me. But you, you uh, impacted my life because all the information you used to give me and stuff like that. It was just... Mm-hmm. I was like, wow, I, it's hardly ever you get to meet somebody where you change the trajectory of your life. And I love that moment and appreciate it because I know a lot of people don't get to have that. You know, like it's just it's, it's just amazing. So uh, you doing entrepreneurship and uh, just listening to your story, were you the first one in your family to like really do full time pursue entrepreneurship or did you have a blueprint from others?
0: I think everyone in my family was entrepreneurial to one degree or another, you know, like, I think, I think when you come from an environment of innovation Mm -hmm. that influences you, you know, Mm -hmm. where, where if you see your mom come up with ideas of stuff, you know, mm-hmm. like I said, my parents being Caribbean, that was kind of like a huge integral component. You know, you got to come in and mix up a thing and try something, you know, like that, mm-hmm. that idea, that concept makes you think differently. Like, oh, maybe I could I could try and mix up something and try it myself, you mm-hmm. know. And I think that infused with kind of watching the grind and the hustle mm-hmm. and the work ethic that everyone around me had really influenced me to think, mm-hmm. how can I do this, but do it differently? Yeah. right um and then at that point like like i said like mentorship played a huge role for me from when mm-hmm. i was young like i remember being in circles and communities where i'm around artists you know i'm mm-hmm. around poets i'm around you know politicians i'm around i'm networking with people and i'm like young like under 10 i'm like 14 mm-hmm. 13 12 as i get older and i'm you know seeing all these people and i'm like hmm Maybe I could do something like that, you know? And then after mm-hmm. a while, you know, I start connecting with people who are older than me that are making serious money building businesses. And I'm mm-hmm. not even 20. I'm like, yeah. like, I'm like wait, what? Like, people, mm-hmm. you can make money like this? Mm-hmm. And like, you don't have a job? And I'm like, okay, how can I take this and, and, and kind of infuse it into my own? And all of that really kind of influenced kind of like the next generation. I'm, I'm seeing... You know, my nieces and nephews, you know, and Mm -hmm. them kind of like building ideas and brands. I was literally just talking to my nephew about him making his own apparel company because I was Mm -hmm. launched my company when I was 16. I was like, hey, you're in the same timeline you started Mm -hmm. before me. Let's go, you know, so Mm -hmm. it's kind of a ripple effect. You don't really know to like after and you're looking back and you're like, wow, like that's Mm -hmm. that impacted me and I'm impacting them. Right.
1: Right. That's up. So it sounds like you have a lot of wonderful moments and stuff, and especially with inspiration um, going forward. Um, what do you feel like, you know, your biggest obstacles and hurdles might come from?
0: I think, um, the biggest obstacle for me will be reach and time. Um, I always have this conversation with my wife. I'm like, we don't have that much time on this earth realistically. Mm -hmm. And I'm very mindful of that. I'm very mindful Mm -hmm. of how I use it Mm -hmm. will dictate my future and the the future of all those people around me, right? Mm -hmm. Including those people that need to hear what we do. Mm -hmm. Um, I think the biggest challenge would be for me is how Massive. Can I make the reach of Reboot X Academy with the amount of time I have on this earth? Yeah. Like that is going to be kind of the thought in my head constantly. Like I'm like, mm-hmm. how can I? How can I not just have us dominate North America? You know, how can yeah. we dominate like around the world and and mm-hmm. help entrepreneurs around the world really cancel the hustle culture? You know, yeah. like how can we? You know, get them in a state where it's yes. like. Mm-hmm. You know what I, was what I mean? I like, a
1: conversation about hustling the other day with a fellow entrepreneur. And I told her, hustling is fine. Hustling does not get you to, like, you know going Because hustling, you're always thinking, of, you know, you're, you're moving, but you're not able to step back and see the bigger picture. It's like what they're saying, you can't see the forest between the trees. Yep. So you don't even know that something is coming this way. Nope. And when it gets there, now you gotta pivot and redo something else, or whatever, then you can plan ahead and be able to navigate and be able to take on that new uh you know pitfall or you know, even avoid that further and stuff like this. So I definitely uh love that. Um with uh, publishing your book and stuff, right? I wanna get into that just a little bit. How was yeah. that process for you? Um, was it easy? Was it you know harder than what you anticipated?
0: Publishing a book is like a interesting experience, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you have an opportunity to capture all of the concepts in your mind in a certain period of time and share with the world, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, the purpose of Work Week book is my second book, like my my first mm-hmm. book, published printed book is reboot the path of personal breakthrough. So, I already went through this process, right? Like, Mm -hmm. I went through the process. You know, one of my good friends, Yahya Barua, authors of Struggle of a a Dreamer, um, Tapestry House Publishing, he, Mm -hmm. amazing gentleman, um, amazing author, actually showed me the framework years ago on how to Mm -hmm. kind of write a book, you know, flushing everything out. And because of my background in spoken word, because of my background in like art, I kind of knew how to flush out ideas really quickly. And mm-hmm. I, I took that skill and just basically spoke out the fundamentals of mm-hmm. the purpose of work week and, and expanded on it from the client conversations we're having mm-hmm. and um, what changes I was seeing in clients' lives and uh, what challenges I was seeing in, in a lot of our clients' lives. I think for me, the experience was enjoyable um, mm-hmm. because I was able to tie in the pain Mm -hmm. I was seeing another business owner go through and Mm -hmm. bring that pain out and focus on them having power to really change their life and better their brand and better their organization and build their Mm -hmm. business around their life. So uh, the purpose of work week took me about like 60 days, 30 to 60 days to really organize it. It's not a huge book, but the, Mm -hmm. the actual concepts in the book took work for me to structure the right way that i think would have the most impact in Mm -hmm. in a reader's life right yeah um but yeah no it it, i love it like i'm gonna pull it up like like Mm -hmm. having it here basically i love it because it's it's so compact that you could take it with you anywhere it's not like Mm -hmm. this huge textbook you have from like college or university Mm -hmm. and you're like Mm -hmm. trying to walk around with it like no like this is something that you could just put in your bag You know, put Mm -hmm. in your pocket, pull it out, Mm -hmm. read. What was that thing? Mm -hmm. Take notes, highlight, like, yeah. So I think of the, I thought of the experience that someone would have Mm -hmm. when they're reading this thing big time.
1: Did the book uh, do the goals or expectations that you wanted it to have initially? Or?
0: Yeah, I think like what's cool about it is I, when I first wrote it, it was like very, a plus B equals C. Like you gotta do this to get this outcome. Like that was kind of the mm-hmm. mindset. And then I, I just kind of like this this calling where it's like, no man, you gotta do more. You you gotta do mm-hmm. more than that. You gotta you gotta you gotta tie in a story. And what I did in the book is it actually follows the story of another business owner named Abby, you know, mm-hmm. and what Abby's life was like before the Purposeful work week. And mm-hmm. that was something that came up like after, like it was, like I already mm-hmm. finished the book. And i was like no you got you got to put abby in the book you got to tell yeah. the story of abby because yeah. you know a, a reader needs to understand what they're feeling abby felt and abby's like all of the clients that have been mm-hmm. in reboot x academy so
1: mm-hmm.
0: i think i think the impact it's making now is in complete alignment to what i actually envisioned it being mm-hmm. able to do for a reader and it's yeah like i had one of my clients said she reread the book over the weekend because mm-hmm. she needed to get back a handle of what she was building and mm-hmm. yeah yeah spot on this, really spot this on. that's what's up
1: so you know it, it has extreme value to it you know like you know all this other stuff i know you're a busy man and everything so let everybody know where can they go they need to sign up these consultations book whatever the case may be how they need to be directed
0: yeah, yeah. So if if you want to connect with me and Reboot X Academy, pretty simple. Just go to rebootx.com. You'll see everything on our main website. No questions asked. Just literally go on there. You'll actually see the details. That you could get the book officially for the purpose of work week on our main website. You'll also see the ability to schedule a call with my team and me. Right. So if you want to mm-hmm. actually have a deep dive call with me to see, like, man, how can I restructure my work week? How can I really build my business a little bit better. How can I generate more income? How can I, whatever that is, you just mm-hmm. go to rebootx.com. Everything's on the website. You can hop on a call with me. You can grab the book. You can read this content. Everything is there. Mm-hmm. Just rebootx.com. I got you covered.
1: Thank you. I appreciate your uh, story. Thank you for coming on. Uh, definitely would love to, you know, have you in the future again as you know, see how bigger you have become. Um, so keep doing what you're doing. Keep putting out that great business information like I know you're doing. And for everybody out there, if y'all have to check out all the interviews that we do here on Make That Radio Show. Go follow on various social media pages and also get ready for the relaunch of the app that we're doing.